Good morning. It is Yusuf here, solo. You've got the pleasure of just me today. I wanted to just keep the rhythm going. Normally, Johnny and I have a slot every Wednesday at 2 p.m. to bash out one or two podcasts and keep the, the backlog going. And it, as I'm sure you've experienced, it's stressful to wake up on a certain day and be like, oh, shit, it's Tuesday. I need to post an Instagram post or whatever. And we are very much in favor of just building a whole backlog in the background so that you can shuttle the content everywhere and not be stressing about what you need to do on the day. Content should not be reactive, it should be proactive. But that's why I'm keeping the flow going, because we're skipping today's recording session in place of a very exciting announcement, which you'll find out about probably by the time this episode goes out. Anyway, I wanted to cover a little bit of a meta topic today of the medium of podcasting and should you be doing it as an online coach. And I want to give you a framework for how to decide that. So the reason that we do the podcast and we keep it up and we did the fitness podcast, we did 400 episodes of that. And then onto the business one, we did season one. We thought, okay, I think there's enough in there for people to go through. And then by popular demand, we reinstated season two. But it is not a lead generation tool unless your podcast goes viral somehow, then it's not going to be generating new clients. But what it does, it's a fantastically powerful conversion tool. And we we know from the data and looking at our sales attribution systems, which we talk about a few episodes back, that the podcast generates around £3 per download. So it's very valuable for us to be spending our time making podcasts. Now, would it still generate £3 an episode for you? Maybe. If you have good attribution systems, good top of funnel marketing, and you get everyone into your podcast and you have all the rest of the all the pieces in place so that the podcast can do the heavy lifting for you. And it's great because you don't have to be really quick and use loads of jump cuts and play to the algorithm and make sure you script a good hook and title and thumbnail and all that stuff. It's quite a relaxed environment. People are kind of a captive audience, like they've chosen to subscribe to you the retention on a podcast episode is 80 to 90% plus on average. And people are listening to you on their commute or whatever. So they, they actually want a bit more raw, unfiltered, relaxed kind of conversational stuff. And one of the most common bits of feedback we get, and you'll certainly get this if you have a podcast, is people coming up to you being like, oh man, it feels like you guys are my friends. Like I, I've got you in my ears in the mornings. And, and it builds this admittedly weirdly one-sided relationship with someone where there's a huge amount of familiarity and then when it's the right time for that person to sign up with you for your coaching you're there you're top of mind and they you know this is assuming that you have a good product market fit and your product solves their problem but it's the obvious choice so i would from that perspective if you have the time and the bandwidth in your day i would do a podcast. However, why should you not? First of all, if you haven't got a reliable lead generation system, forget it. Just stop procrastinating with this. So I know I've told you on one side, do it, and on the other side, don't do it. But you, you've, you've always got to zoom out. And you know this diagram that I absolutely love, which is the, the big picture anatomy of online coaching. Getting leads, closing sales, coaching clients, and software, tech, and productivity. Most people will always focus on the stuff that doesn't really matter, which is the coaching clients tweaking their Google Sheets and 
uh, focusing on what whether to use ClickFunnels or Podia or whatever, but they haven't got a way to get new clients currently. They've got zero clients. Like you have, that's the thing that you should be urgently focusing on, and stop tweaking your Google Sheets. It's because it's really safe procrastination, and podcasting can become one of those things where it's not solving the right problem. And I'm sure you're sick of me talking about this now, but if you were to say to a client who's like, "Oh, hey, should I be using?" Um, this crealkaline, I've just found it, and I, you, you'd be like, hang on, have you made it to the gym in the last two weeks? No, okay, well, let's get on top of that first, and then we can worry about the crealkaline and the, the other pointlessly expensive powders. The other reason that you should not start a podcast is if you're feeling like you're juggling too much already. Maybe you're working a day job and you're wanting to go into online coaching full-time. You're not really a podcast person, and you're doing it because this mildly Arab looking guy on the internet told you so, then don't do it because it's another thing to add on your plate that's not really going to generate anything in the first year. And that's always the way you've got to look at any new project or any new kind of, uh, especially with organic content, it's not going to show any sprouts or seedlings for at least a year. And that's where you've just got to have faith that this is something that I enjoy doing. I'm doing it because I love the process rather than hinging everything on the outcome and I know that long term it's going to move me closer to my goals and it's going to solve the problem that I have so hopefully that makes sense don't fall into the FOMO just for the sake of FOMO I want you to learn from our mistakes and we did this completely upside down when Snapchat came out we were like oh we need to be on Snapchat and Instagram and Twitter and TikTok and Facebook and podcasting and all sorts and we ended up just spreading ourselves too thin and it is very difficult to maintain a proper active high effort presence on all of those platforms yes you can repurpose and that's kind of the secondary level where if the FOMO is getting too much it's getting in it's getting intractable and you're just like I need to deal deal with the FOMO now then okay repurpose but people can tell that you're repurposing stuff I'm sure you can tell from our Instagram that the stuff that we post on there, it's throwaway clips from the podcast. So the people who do a bit of content for the platform as a dedicated piece will always do better because then you can match what the algorithm is looking for and you can just get the kind of brevity of that, that medium much better. So keep the goal the goal. Your goal right now is to get more clients. It's to get leads consistently, convert those leads into clients and coach them at scale. And anything else that can support that long-term, great, work on it in the background. But you need to have a reliable, and that's not an organic, I mean a reliable paid system to generate new leads. And obviously that is the 14-day automated sales sequence that we recommend. It's just so effective. We've just not found anything that comes close to reliably generating clients for you. And then because you know the numbers, you can pull the lever whenever you need more clients, you can turn it on and off like a tap. So I would always recommend building that. And if you're if you're sat thinking like, where do I start? Should I be doing a podcast? Should I be setting up a, um, a LinkedIn, <laughs> whatever? The question that we always ask people is, how's your challenge converting? And if it's like, oh, what's that? Then, right, let's put everything else to the side. Let's just get this nailed first because that's what's going to be generating you the cash this month to then be able to quit your job if you need to and then focus on all the other stuff. So as I say, you're not a content creator, you are a coach. And so 
you need to have a way that you can really efficiently generate content across your platforms without that just taking up your entire week. And the way that we do it and the way that we'd recommend it is just have a slot every week where that's your recording time. Over the week, you're, you've got different buns in the oven at various levels of maturity, which is the scripts and the kind of ideas that you want to talk about. Those things are always fed by your market, so they need to be market validated. So the people who come into your world, clients, DMs, etc., they will give you really valuable feedback of what they're asking you and what they're struggling with. They should be the things which go into your content system. And then once a week, or however often you, you want to, just talk about those things. Usually the problems that they're experiencing, the goal that they're looking for, and the methods that you teach in order to get there. It's very simple. And if you can focus your content around that stuff, it will always be home run because it's the market telling you that rather than sitting in the cave and trying to come up with some cool content that no one cares about. And that was the mistake again that we made for several years until it finally clicked for us. The other benefit like this is that you can talk at length about the topic. That becomes what Gary V calls your pillar content. And then that gets split into smaller chunks, which could be your micro content. Let's say this episode might, there might be a four minute segment in here where I'm like, oh, actually that would be quite a good segment on its own that addresses a particular sub question that goes on YouTube. Ah, there's a 30 second clip where we talk about this. Brilliant. That can go on Instagram. So it's very easy to then repurpose and it's a, it's just a huge time saver. And you can even uh, use a freelancer to do the, the chopping up and the repurposing for you. If you're interested, get in touch with us and we can put you in touch with some of the freelancers that we use for this. Um, there's loads of short form video editors now. You've probably got a bunch of DMs from them, from them on, on Instagram and they do a great service for like 10 to $15 per video. They'll put on the Hormozy uh, subtitles and all that kind of stuff and you just don't have to worry about it. So great for repurposing and podcast is really ripe for that so if you have this system in place and each week there's a core cop, core concept or core topic that you can then talk about, repurpose, shuttle it across the different platforms, then you've nailed the content side without it dominating your life. So that's what I would very much recommend that you do. Now, I'm going to signpost you to a few things that will be useful on this journey if you do decide to go down this path. But please Please don't get to this point in the episode and think, oh yeah, that thing that he said about need a reliable way to get leads. Oh no, I'll, I'll ignore that. I'll just set up a podcast. Maybe that'll fix things. It won't. So if you're still listening and you haven't got a reliable way to get new leads into your business, I'm just going to keep ramming you until you do. That came out so much worse than it sounded in my head. So yeah, the things to signpost you to assuming that you've just dodged past all these disclaimers, are uh, number one, software. So signpost number one, software recommendations for recording, editing, and publishing your content, and then repurposing it across the different platforms. We also have recommendations for gear that you can use too. Not the fun kind of gear, unfortunately, the recording gear. And we have some tips as well on how to get better on camera. So you can have a look at all of them on our YouTube channel, our podcast, and the free toolkit that's available in our members area in the description. The other thing to focus on is pick the platform that your niche are hanging out in. So if you don't think your niche are on TikTok, 
there's no need for you to be on TikTok. So don't worry about it. Again, this is just learning from our mistakes. We tried TikTok. It's generated us 12 pounds from 20,000 followers. So it has not been a good use of time. Would not recommend it. And also, I always feel like TikTok is just on the verge of getting banned by the powers that be. So it's maybe not a great place to put your eggs. Also, make sure you're solving the right problem. I've talked about this. And remember that whenever you're getting organic traffic from anywhere, you are renting that traffic from the platform so that you can put it onto your email list. And then once it's on your email list, you own that fully. That's a spreadsheet that you can take wherever you want and you physically own that traffic. Whereas when it's on Instagram or whether it's on Twitter or whatever, you could get shadow banned, the algorithm could change, you could lose your account, and then you've lost that traffic as well. So turn the traffic into traffic that you own. And then finally, use a second brain to collect and generate ideas and allow this cross-pollination and idea sex to happen. If you're ever, ever struggling with content ideas, I guarantee it's because you haven't got a system for this. As a coach, as an expert in your field, you should never be struggling for content ideas. You should be brimming with them to the point where you're feeling squashed by the weight of the number of ideas that you have ready to turn into content. So have a look at our guide to building a second brain as an online coach. That is using Obsidian, but you can use whatever tool that you are already using. I'll put the link in the description as well. It's all on our YouTube channel. There is a mountain of gold on there. So have a look on there, subscribe, enable the notifications. It will level up your bank account as an online coach. It's all of our best stuff on there, so don't sleep on it. And if you have any questions, you can always ask us anything using the link in the description called Ask Us Anything. And there we go. What a treat. What a delicious almond treat. I'll speak to you soon.